Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. You have me at farmers. <laughs> No one has ever gotten this excited about St Albans, ever. I'd like to once again apologise to all the mums listening. They <laughs> <laughs> like, get rid of that glass ceiling or you're all going to die. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I wear, what yeah, I wear, Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. And welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. Today we are joined by comedian, writer and podcaster, Hattie Ashdown. Yay, Hattie! <laughs> Hattie, welcome. <laughs> Giving myself a whoop by the honour. You were thank quite you. Hello. right to. Hello, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm all right. You have patron things, don't you? So do they see the video version of this? Oh. They don't. We've got one up with Sarah Pascoe. That was a special oh, one that we did record on video. Ah. Um, but we do all look pretty hot tonight, so maybe we will put it up. I maybe think, some, maybe some treats. I think those <laughs> curtains, Hannah, the world needs to see them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about what you're standing in front of. <laughs> hey. 
we have yes. um, <laughs> we've all known Hattie for years, haven't we? So we were just saying yes. just before we started yeah. recording that um, it's just so much fun to have someone we all know quite well on. So Hattie, yeah. tell us everything. And um, also, we're all going to get too relaxed and overshare. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Let's see what let's see what happens. This is exciting. This is exciting. <laughs> um, Hattie, tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, yes, yes. Well, quite a few actually. So I'm going to narrow it down to a sort of debatable one, I think. Ooh. But I'm going to... So there's a, there's a main one, and then I'm just going to give you two little tasters. You don't you don't have to comment on, but just to warm you up. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> look, I'm so bossy, aren't I? Um, <laughs> so I lost my handbag. I mean, who hasn't? But it was in, in a quite a posh pub. And so I was really surprised. And it was one of those, yeah. like, didn't realise till the end of the night jobby. And, mm. um, and it was just next to me. And I worked out, the only thing I could work out that it was taken was when the waiter was leaning over to take my order, that yeah. she, she swooped in and just took it. <gasps> and I say she because everybody in the bar was like, oh, that woman, oh, yeah, she's been in before. Oh. We've had complaints about her, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I'm wow. saying, she. And I think, yeah, but there was a lot of dodginess because I, I wanted to see the cameras and they were like, oh, yeah, they're not working tonight. So I mean, oh, you think, wow. is this an inside job? But this was a posh pub. Oh. So there was that mm. and I was gutted because it was a nice red handbag and then <laughs> the thing was it was only about a couple of weeks later that I was at a gig and I stupidly but you know when you're I sort of was running the gig so you sort of feel like you you own the venue you know what I mean <laughs> and I'm safe here and I sort of laid my purse down <laughs> on the bar and was chatting quite oh. a bit funny enough to Sarah Barron we just mentioned <laughs> her I'm not saying she took it <laughs> but I turned around and I was like Oh, oh, does anyone see my purse? You know, innocently, they, oh, it can't be stolen. And yeah. then, yeah, it was stolen. We never found out Shit. who. They're just little trinkets. And, <laughs> but then one time, years ago, when I was sharing a house with a load of girls, in the good old days, fun times, <laughs> and one time a friend, she actually, she was a friend of a friend, but she became a friend, you know, obviously living together. And we both had quite a similar dress sense. We quite, quite like vintage clothes and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> just sort of something really rude about her the first night I met her can I I say something really rude (laughs) yeah yeah, I've never met her before and the first night I met her she was like yeah like my ambition this year is to be able to projectile come anyway (laughs) wow and did she succeed I don't know (laughs) did she hit that target we're gonna need we're gonna need a follow up on this like sex in the city style you know what I mean like I I don't know if you call it projectile it's not projectile anyway I've never heard squirting and I was like wow I've never met anyone like you I think I quite like it you can come like the exorcist (laughs) (laughs) anyway I think she had lots of practices but this was a little way in quite a few months you know half the year in we're quite good friends and she brought down uh, a bin bag of clothes and she said I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of these clothes let me know if you want any and I said oh great so I've had a rummage through did you say did you come all over them (laughs) 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 is this target practice yeah I should have said yeah beat you to it um So that's mine now. No, but I said the next day, she went, oh, did you want any? I said, oh, yeah, I really like that um, sailor suit. Like, it was like a vintage sort of 50s sailor suit. Oh, she cool. Went, she went, oh, all right. She went, yeah, um, I paid about 60 quid, so uh, just give me about 30 quid for it. And I was like, oh. Wow. Oh, right. 
I thought it, they were for free. I didn't say that to her. We're <laughs> yeah. still like not really close, but like, and also I was a bit scared of her. I mean, I think I'm paint, <laughs> painting a picture of quite a. Well, she had a bold opening gambit. Yeah, exactly. She sounds a bit scary. <laughs> So I did end up paying <laughs> because oh, no. out, of, out of fear. And then, <laughs> then the thing didn't even really fit me properly. Oh, no. You didn't even try it on first? I wore it once in Edinburgh, funny enough, one night. Uh, you know, like, this is a crazy night in Edinburgh, first of all. Um, and then I, I remember trying to palm it off onto Josie Long, actually. <laughs> 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 just like wanting something crazy to wear one time and even she didn't want it but um be like well i paid 30 so i just need 15 yeah 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 no i was giving it i was giving it to her but my thing is that i feel like it was uh was she was she trying to do me over or um i i i i, I don't think she was but i don't know it's, I feel, like, I don't, yeah. it feels a bit bait and switch doesn't it it feels a bit like she's gone oh do you like it yeah oh you've said yes okay now this is what it costs like she didn't go yeah. i will need some money but if you like him let me know it's exactly. a bit i don't think you present bit... those things in a bin bag do you yes. <laughs> <laughs> i know imagine taking a photo of that for ebay just an open bin bag with clothes <laughs> shoved in designer labels 30 plus items exactly <laughs> yeah. so obviously you're all thinking yeah your stupidity you should have realized but i i feel like i was done i was proper no, done i i i think that you were done a bit i think it's mm. like it's like that annoying like sort of gray area isn't it where it's like technically nothing has been mm. terrible but if it, it but it was it was misleading yeah and then it was too awkward to you know you were you were led down a certain path yeah. and then by the time it, you're able to go oh okay and then it's like you don't want to look tight and go i you know like it's mm. re- it's it's she's counting on your social nicety to make money yeah I, yeah I, exactly i really like the expression i only paid out of fear though <laughs> Because I'm going through all the time, mostly tattoo experiences I'm thinking of. Like, <laughs> you're charging me more, but you have a needle. But yeah, like, what a statement. She did make up for it, I think, in, um, I don't think you ever listened to this, and I'm not, I, I feel like we're, and no, I don't mean that horribly to you, I just mean like. Oh, no, no, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because the idea of like, I'm free to slag her off, I reckon. But I think like, since that, like, I feel like this is, um, What's that show? It's like a confession show. I feel like now I'm confessing it. I've never told yeah. her. So if she did, I feel, I feel I feel strong enough, guys. Now that I don't <laughs> mind her hearing because she and she she did she did go on to make my wedding cake. Actually, funny enough. Oh wow! Uh, for nothing. Oh, she definitely knows who she is now. Yeah. Um, all, all I can picture right now is her like seeing Hattie for the next time and like. Her being a bit like Garth from Wayne's World saying, you didn't tell them about my projectile come, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the bit she doesn't want me to mention. Do you know what? I, I'm picturing her on another podcast going, um, so yes, yeah, so I made this girl's wedding cake and at the last second she said she wasn't going to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny because I never offered her money. <laughs> Okay, so there was a bit of karmic. Okay, yeah, you got you got it back. You got no, it back. She offered, she offered. She offered. She said, "I need the." Yeah. She said, "I need the practice." 
<laughs> but um, maybe she maybe she sensed in that moment. Oh, I think that she didn't think she was going to have to pay, and it was her social niceties were there as well. Yeah. And between the two of you, you end up kind of. Yeah. So I think I was, it was a British off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very British. You solved your own crime there by Do you think? ripping someone off in. <laughs> yeah, getting a free yes, wedding well cake. Done. I got a free wedding cake, which <laughs> I did the whole thing of freezing the top tier, which they say freeze the top tier with fruit, and like oh. kept it for like a year or something, and then oh, yeah. and then ate it, which felt weird, but it was all right. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I never got to try any of my own wedding cake <gasps> because everyone ate it before I got near it yeah. like there just wasn't enough of it or <laughs> something of and I never got to even eat any of it at all oh that's oh. crazy I know animals that's animals <laughs> at my wedding <laughs> they were just there Hannah you were there <laughs> I was certainly there like and yeah I did <laughs> Did you I have some seven slices? <laughs> I did. I certainly didn't make it either, so I didn't. <laughs> wow. I mean, what we say on this podcast, Hattie, mm. is like, what would you say to that person now? But I kind of feel as though you've kind of solved it. Do you have anything that you would... I mean, what would you do differently now? Would you pay £30 for a sailor suit? Or... <laughs> Yeah, I'd pay for and then sell it on for much more money. Yeah, um, maybe that either that or yeah, I'd like to think that I'm a stronger person and I would just say, oh, uh, okay, I thought you were giving them away. Um, you know, I feel like I would. But it's funny that yeah. stuff we do, isn't it? When we're like younger, I remember when I was first starting out as stand up. Afterwards, another one of the comics actually, this bloke said, "Oh, can I buy you a drink?" And I was like, "Yeah, fine." And I said, like, "Oh, I'll have a cider." And we were in London, and the barman was like, "Oh, that's six pound, please." And he was just like, "I'm not paying that." And I walked off, and that was it. And I was like, "I guess I am." So I had to pay for my own drink that I didn't want. And like, wow. Ooh, at least boy. I didn't have to sleep with him, but it was. Yeah. Kind of... Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> funny. I like her back. Not for six pounds. <laughs> also, know, this it's... is this is back to the sort of the the thing that she said. Mm. But obviously, we can't get that out of our minds. I have an old email account that is just ravaged with spam, but I have to hold on to it because I just have a few. Like it's tied up with a few accounts, so I have to hold on to it. But whenever I check it, I just have to delete like dozens and dozens. But every day, I get about five emails for Squirt School. <laughs> so if she is listening and she hasn't hit her target, it yeah. might be a legit school. I don't know what their accreditation <laughs> process is like. <laughs> She'll have to check it out. But I'm happy wow. to help. Wow! Awesome. Now it's time. Drunk women solving crime. We started this podcast by saying there might be some oversharing, and so far we're doing very well. So. I've been very restrained. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the true crime part of the podcast, and today <gasps> we're in St Albans. <gasps> hey That's near me. Is it? Yes. We are going local. Oh um, my god! How- this is roughly <laughs> how you feel about the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And oh about Portsmouth. Pennsylvania. Go Steelers. <laughs> no one has ever gotten this excited about St. Albans ever. Well, no. So, I, I mean, I'm like at least half an hour drive away from St. Albans. <laughs> but it's, I'm taking it. I'm claiming it. It's local. I love it. I love someone quantifying their excitement. Like, oh, to be fair, it's... Hattie, have you ever been to St Albans? Yeah, I've been there twice. I've, um, I don't want to show off. I went there filming something. Ooh. I just was sitting in a cafe playing something or other. I can't even remember cool. what I, who I was playing. And then I went on a date there, actually. 
Oh, well, nice. a, a guy Ooh. I was seeing for a little while, and he, I think he might have come from there. I can't remember much about it, but he's sort of oldy-weldy bits. Is that what it's famous yeah. for? It it's has a very lovely park, yeah, history. and the Roman ruins are awesome. Yeah, the Verulam something Roman ruins. It's got the Abbey. The Abbey yeah. is gorgeous. Actually, it's one of the most expensive there... places to live outside of London, I think. Yeah. Is it? I think it's quite fancy. I've, oh, um, I've been there once to visit an 103-year-old woman when I was about was 10. Was that Ivy Bean? Oh, it could have been. I don't know. Was it I know the that she was like on Twitter? It might have been. I know that she was one of the oldest women in like the UK, but she was like the grandma of someone I knew. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, wow. yeah. I thought you were like going to say you won a competition or something. <laughs> you get to meet an old lady. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> How cute. If anybody that's listening has been to St Albans, let us know your favourite bits. So it's 1634. for once yeah (laughs) you may still have some so she was born to wealthy parents her mother was an heiress and her father was a sir sir knighton ferrers f-e-r-r-e-r-s ferrers ferrers that sounds like a made-up name after someone's claim to be a knight i'm a knight (laughs) i'm sir knighton (laughs) yeah that's the way i say somebody's name when i can't remember their name like this is mr ferrers (laughs) <laughs> Ferreras. That is exactly Ferreira how Roche. it. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine's father died when she was four, but his fortune oh. went straight to her older brother. Of course, it did. That's fair. Um, however, <laughs> then he died, so oh. she was then the sole heir to her father's fortune when she was seven. Okay. So, boy. Yeah, which is um, actually, I might pitch that to CBBC. I like it as a, uh, a premise for a kids show. <laughs> but straight up, first question: Did everything go well for this extremely rich seven-year-old? What do you think people did to try to get her money? Because of course they tried to get her money. So well, her mother is, just... is still alive, but she's a woman. The mother's still alive, but a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- why did she get all the money and not the mother? Because it's, it, I think it's lineage rather than marriage, if you see what I mean. Because it's, yeah, I think. So I, I think this is an, another Britney Spears and they put her on a conservatorship. Okay. Ooh. Free Catherine. I get you. Yeah. So we've got free, free Catherine. <laughs> Did they try to convince her? Because in a lot of these cases, there's a lot, there's a lot of people just twirling mustaches, going like, "Give it to me, and I'll invest, and I'll put mm. it." And I don't know how far back that practice goes, but just like, "Keep it with me, and I'll put it into a trust for you." And... Okay, so she got defrauded. I like yeah. it, um, Hattie. Um, somebody, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe one like promised her like you know a good luck like she's only seven yeah so mm. you know a seven-year-old is impressionable and i was gonna say like but she has got a mum. i was gonna say they said oh come and live with us in this <laughs> grand place but she has got a mum, so maybe she wouldn't want to do that i keep forgetting about the mum. Do you know what, Hattie? You Mm. are not actually far wrong Ah. um, because it started when her mother remarried. So they did get taken. Yeah. 
So she did get taken away to a kind of a posh mansion to live somewhere else. But right. it was because her mother remarried. The money is still um, Catherine's. But the mother remarried a staunch royalist called Simon Fanshawe. Um, he was big buds with Charles I. Um, the Fanshawe family would like donate loads and loads of money to Charles's cause, um, the, to the royalists. Uh, so when the Civil War broke out in 1642 and Catherine's mother died, Catherine's mother has died now, <gasps> oh, left boy. her orphaned aged eight. So a few years later, Parliament cut all known royalists' assets. So the Fanshawe family suddenly had no money either because they weren't allowed to sort of like have their rents. They weren't allowed basically right. any way they could cut off people giving money to Charles I. They did. Um, so is her money who, safe or is it gone with that as well? No. So this is the thing. Who's got bloody money? Catherine's got money. How do the Fanshawe's make her give them the money she's a bit older by now she's almost 14 they force her to marry one of them mm. okay forced marriage yeah i was thinking that as a, d- a dowry god this wine's going to my head already <laughs> and i was like just i like was like oh the, they forced her to open up a riding school <laughs> the they, they maybe they start charging her rent or something <laughs> Um, do you know what hold that thought about the riding school because horses do come into this um nice work detective ash Ash, Ash. (laughs) i'm not really detective i'm more of a circuit i'm like circuit sally (laughs) i can see the dead they talk to me (laughs) i can see the dead horses um yes you guys were right they married her off as soon as she was of marriageable age which in those days was 13 um, they married her off to her stepfather's nephew thomas fanshaw um and as soon as they were married uh he was 16 at the time her husband took control of her fortune and now she's Lady Catherine and hates her life, basically. Like, oh no. it's just as easy as that. Get married. Yeah. Husband gets all the money. She probably didn't want to get married anyway. So we're going to skip forward a bit now. Catherine dies in 1660. So she's aged 26. Oh, my God. She dies really young. Her body is found on a quiet road heading out of St Albans, uh, which, fact fans, is now the A5. I was um, just going to say it's the A5. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew that should have been a... That should have been a question. Oh my god, I can't believe you knew. That's amazing. Fuck's sake. What a stupid thing to know. And you're not even local. I mean, well done. No, but I have I've gigged there too and again. That's so funny. Um, so she's found dead on the A5. Now whenever you drive up the A5, you'll think of this. The gold horse of Catherine Ferris. <laughs> her horse is found wandering around a nearby forest. She has a gunshot wound and Ooh. is wearing men's clothing. Ooh. Now, what has Catherine been up to? Oh, was she what trying to get this? a ginster? Is at the service station? <laughs> <laughs> this is 1660. Mm-hmm. Oh, this and is. What's the status of the civil war? I'm not oh, sure. No. I guess it's. It might. How long did the civil war last? Because it's 18 years after the beginning of the civil war. So I reckon okay. it's probably over. It doesn't feel like a long, long one, does it? Well, that was the. That doesn't must be the. Feel like a long, long well, no, but like Cromwell was in charge for a bit, and then the royalists, the son of the king that they killed, comes back, doesn't he? 
So I, I'm just wondering if this is when Cromwell's still in charge. Are you thinking she dressed up as a, a man because she wanted to go into the war to get away from her husband? I mean, it Ooh, sounds like soldier. she's on an escape She wanted plan. to be a soldier. Yeah. Maybe. <gasps> okay. To do anything soldier. to get her out of this marriage. Just, um... I don't know why I clapped there, but sometimes <laughs> I just do. I love no, it. That's soldier. good. <laughs> it, do, do, do we know if she has any children? Oh, good question. She doesn't. 26 okay. i mean that's that's almost like old mum so she yeah that's that's geriatric pregnancies for those she days trying yeah. to reclaim her own fortune by posing as a man Ooh. and she gets caught and murdered for that i like that heinous crime wow and then um, gets against her i mean what what's <laughs> what's interesting about this is it's such a snapshot because we don't know if she has been long term dressed as a man if she's mm. got this whole other life to get extra rights and stuff yeah like has she been doing this a long time is this the first time she's done it is she trying mm. to escape because mm-hmm. it could be like oh she's been doing this for a while but then just a highway True. robbery is like i'll rob this man or somebody knows that it's her and they're like fuck that she's not leaving we want her money like there's so many possibilities can I say that Katie has said the right answer, ah! but in the wrong context? Oh. oh. So what you said there is what happened, but it wasn't that way round. Okay. Oh, damn. I'm not no sure idea. if that makes any sense. <laughs> I, well, I will tell you, Lady Catherine was a highway woman. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> On the A5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she... What does that oh. mean exactly? What, that's in... Robbing people that Robbing, have to use the road. Like the highway rat. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like the book that we all read to our children. Oh, that's last such poetic, a good poetic. one. I mean, I love all the Julia Donaldson so much, but that one's really good. The highway rat is brilliant. Um, Sorry, I got a little nostalgic because we don't read them as much anymore. Oh like, yeah, Julia Donaldson. I don't know about you. And me, you get really sad when you do, when I can't I can't bear the thought of not reading bedtime stories. That's going to happen one day. Honestly, also it's the only like non-parent here. I'm kind of like you read your kids like stories about like highwaymen. That feels really like <laughs> fucked up. Oh, look, come on, Hansel and Gretel. I mean, yeah. the Red Riding Hood. They're really messed up. Yeah, everything uh, is dark. And done. this is a sweet story. And also the rat gets his come up and he has to work in a bakery. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so she's still living in a huge house. She still does still have money. She still lives with her husband. So it's a really interesting thing because I think at the time, like in terms of information about this case, there's mm. stuff, there's other stuff that might be legend, there's kind mm. of... But it's, it's kind of an interesting thing because nobody really has bothered to write down the psychology of her in terms of why was she why did she become a highway woman yeah yeah what was she up to up until that she's point? got she money she hadn't had children also if no. she hasn't got children he's they're probably not having sex like he's literally married her for the money like I just mean, because there's no contraception i mean i guess there is sort of contraception but like she you knows the pull out method yeah like so like if she's not knocked up they're probably not doing it I think she might be finding well, ladies somewhere. Separate lives. Yes, right? I'm thinking she did, I believe, use sheep intestines. Just picture that for a second. What? I mean, that is hot. 
Well, they were very, yeah. I mean, there's, there's always been okay. versions of condom. Not that they were used regularly. And um, not that, why would they do that? Why would they be having... Well, also, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Like, if Cromwell's in charge, that they're allowed to use contraception because the Catholics are out. Oh I don't God, think no, that's I love accurate. That. I'm, no. No. Strike that from the record. I, I love that though. Darling, I'm feeling horny. Let's slaughter a sheep. Because... <laughs> we need some intestines pronto <laughs> before I lose I the that. horn. <laughs> And yes, my dick is that long. Thanks for your time. <laughs> okay, so I say we know nothing of why and how she got into highway wow. robbing. We kind of do. What do you think was the catalyst in terms of her going, I'm going to try this out for myself. I'm going to be a highway robber. Mm. Well, Were they burgled and she felt really vulnerable and okay. turned that into rage and revenge? I I wonder if um, he's not giving her a high enough allowance from her own money. She's like, fuck it. I'm taking what's mine from strangers. I'm going to go work at Starbucks part time. That's what she said. But there was no Starbucks. I just think she she fed up with him and her life and um, wanted another identity. Maybe she wanted to be a man. Who knows? And it was a way of doing that. And the thrill. I mean, don't they say a lot of the time people that do steal things they do it for the thrill it's not always for yeah. the actual financial gain that's true look at that woman's taking my handbag in Dulwich I mean <laughs> she you know she lives in Dulwich she probably didn't need to steal it's just the thrill I've been able to yeah. steal my red handbag so yeah yeah she was like this woman won't notice and that gives me a rush yeah I wonder if she's yeah I think that mm. makes sense and although she's a woman with means obviously she's been strung through this horrible chain of events where she's lost yeah. her parents and had no control over mm. her own life and destiny because she's a woman so it would feel that would be quite empowering yeah. to throw yes, on a suit yeah. and hold people at gunpoint yeah absolutely yeah when I read this, I thought to myself, we're definitely going to be on her side. And quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to hear what she did. But, um, uh-oh. <laughs> well, what the, no, the catalyst was that she met a guy, a guy called Ralph Chaplin, oh. um, who was an honest farmer by day, Ooh. but a highwayman by night. Wow. That's hot. Sexy. <laughs> that is so hot. I've just projectiled everyone. We've all projectile ejaculated. (laughs) Sure, my mum listens to this podcast. I'd like to apologise for anyone's mum's listening right now. The thing is, the thing is, like, that genuinely is like a bit Mills and Booney because, like, in the days when, like, the men had to work the farm in that way, they were fucking jacked, like... That was oh. hardcore, yeah. intensive labour. He would have been so yeah. strong. Would have had a tan. <gasps> oh, don't yes. guys. You really, honestly, you had me at farmer, as they say. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's been a long 18 months. Um, <laughs> I've up with the same man. <laughs> because normally you're out fucking everybody. Yeah, normally. <laughs> She's out on the farms. I'm at least looking <laughs> for dick. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the a5 um, <laughs> so basically um lady catherine learned the tricks of the trade from ralph um and soon she became more notorious than any of the male highwaymen did they in, know um, did they think she was a man too or did they know it was a lady yes that's an interesting um, question i <laughs> 
<laughs> I think, like, obviously Ralph knew her as a woman because knew her as a person. Whether or not, I think they, she probably kept it a, a pretty close secret. She dressed as a man, you know. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I think for the most part, they didn't know, and the people that got robbed by her didn't know that it was, okay. a, it was a woman. And I'm a woman, um, you suckers! At the end. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got robbed by a girl! And. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't know if there was a romantic link between <laughs> Ralph and Catherine. Um, but I read in one account that Lady Catherine became a highway woman as well because she was bored of her husband. So like we've already said, yeah. there probably wasn't a lot going on in that marriage. They've got um, separate lives. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Because if you don't notice that every night your wife is out <laughs> and she comes back, she's like fucking yeah. golden coins Where's under her. Probably watching EastEnders. I'm not going to check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Zumba, yeah. yeah. No further questions. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Um, so, as she's a lady highwayman, um, I thought we could discuss what she was wearing. What do you think she would a be wearing? Lady what does highwayman. Highwoman, <laughs> <laughs> what a lady. Yeah, what are we, the sun newspaper? Where are the lady doctors? It's a high person. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> highway person. Um, what do you think, yeah, in your mind, I mean, I guess you guys are just going to describe the highway rat, right? Like, that's yeah, kind of pretty. I'm trying to remember it now. I can't. I haven't read it recently enough. Sorry, Hannah. What what did you ask again? I'm I'm a prick. Sorry. Basically, what do you what do you think she was she was wearing? Like yeah, as okay. a highway thinking, woman of the time. I'm not thinking rough. I'm thinking quite. What is that series that? Oh my god! It's about. Um, is it called the the Duchess or the Duke or something? And it's about a lesbian in the Victorian era. In the Victor. Oh, that's Victoria era, isn't it? Oh no. Well, I'm guessing. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what area it's called, but it's got. Is it Susan Sarandon? Is that no? Oh, okay. oh, I might be conflating it with something else. It's not something Jack, is it? Yes. It's, oh, it is. Yes. Oh, then it's Suran Jones. Jones. Right? What not, did I say, Susan yeah. Sarandon? Susan <laughs> Sarandon. <laughs> In that ITV drama. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, huh? <laughs> well, they got Susan. <laughs> It's called Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. I, I yeah. don't know why I'm thinking because she always wears black. That's her thing, isn't it? She, she, she's like Johnny Cash. Yes. She's like, she only yeah. wears black. And uh, honestly, she's so bl- she's so hot. And 
and um and i'm sort of visualizing a bit of her really but you know obviously with masks. yeah that's a good shout though so dapper, I like, that. like well dressed in black yeah she's not scruffy yes. i don't well, think she's yeah, like a scarecrow you've got to be a, a cat burglar a bit haven't you you got to blend into the night mm. yeah you know she was found at the side of the road obviously she kept this all a secret but she was found in her garb so we know kind of exactly what she was wearing if you see what uh-huh. i mean um, i think she so wore she... black i like that okay. i think she wore black boots black trousers black cod piece <laughs> black <laughs> jacket black buttons i'm gonna be so disappointed hat. if you say she was just like an oversized men's suit you know like too big for yeah. her and <laughs> like an old wedding suit or something <laughs> i'm trying to picture what the fashion was in the 17th century for men. Is it puffy trousers? No. You know, yeah, not- like, are we in the puffy sleeve zone? <laughs> yeah, there's only really one more thing that we knew that she was wearing. Because everything else is right that, yeah, black mask, black everything, oh, basically. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Oh, girls. Three-cornered hats, so one of those highway yeah. lady hats. Like the highway oh, rat course. wears. Oh, yes. <laughs> She had a riding cloak and a scarf and a black horse. A cloak. cloak. I was thinking Mm. of a cloak and couldn't remember the word. It's like the scarlet pimpernel. Good stuff. A cloak, of course. I want to go through the practicalities of what it means to be a highway person Mm -hmm. when we're just talking about horses and carriages. Like how yeah. how do you do your approach? What's the oh, yeah. what's the chat up line? Like are you approaching <laughs> on a horse? Are you on foot and you pretend you're lost? Like do we know do we know any of these Well, dudes? we will get to that sort okay. of thing, her her okay. method a little bit more. Okay. Yes. But before we get to her method, the thing is like no one knew it was her, um, not even her servants. Now she had servants in this house and she had to get changed before she left the house. She got changed before. Where do you think in the house she got changed? Where did she hide from everyone to get changed? Okay, the room that no one goes in in a house yeah. is where the washing machine is. Oh, I was going to say the linen room. <laughs> they had, like, linen rooms, wouldn't they? They'd have a whole room just with linen. Yeah, they yeah they would have done. They would have had a whole laundry room. Oh, that's room. a good guess. Although there would have been people working in there. That's Yeah, but how often do you have to get new linen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do it at least a... once a month. So. I do it at least... <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. It's <laughs> my husband's job. I'll give you... A... And he never <laughs> does it. I'm going to guess the loft. Okay. Well, I mean, this is where it kind of gets properly kind of sort of secrets and daggers and sort of all this stuff. It was a secret room Ooh. accessed through a concealed staircase behind a fireplace. Oh, oh nice. my God. Come on. Yes, Catherine. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's oh, really well, fun. You, you know what, though, too? If the family were royalists, there's priest holes. Oh, you see, that would have been a really good guess. This could have been like a kind of but sexed up probably, priest hole. This probably was at one point a priest hole. Excuse me, what is a priest hole? When they used to hide the priests, because when the Protestants got in charge, they wanted to kill all the Catholic priests. Of course. So some houses have priest holes, which were like little nooks behind fireplaces and stuff like that. Okay, mm. Katie's you... kidding. It means anus. <laughs> exactly, my mind went straight to something rude. <laughs> I'd like to once again apologise to all the mums listening. <laughs> the mums are loving it. This is not for the mums. I was just picturing my mother listening. She's like, yeah. 
that's it, girl. Look, they all <laughs> may never listen to this. They all made you. They know how it works. <laughs> um, do you know what? I think that's a great shout that it was a priest hole because basically about a hundred years after she died, um, workmen were working in the in the house and they found that room. So they didn't find it for a hundred years later. That is um, really, really cool. And I didn't incredible. know about priest holes. That is really interesting. Wow. Okay, so after her death, Catherine got the nickname the Wicked Lady. Um, what do you think it was about her holdups that would gain her that nickname? Oh. Because she was mm. so cool and wicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing slapping my fingers, but no one can see. <laughs> it was only in the 90s. In the 1990s, she got that nickname. The proper appreciation. <laughs> oh. Okay, we've got she was really cool. She's wicked. She's wicked awesome. What was it again? She was. She got the nickname she was a wicked lady. The wicked lady. The wicked lady. <sighs> Again, I just think she was uh, miserable, so she took that out on her staff and stuff, maybe, and was just a bit mean. But yeah, okay. Although, okay. If, they, if her like her postscript like morality tale is that she's the wicked lady, maybe she killed people that she didn't have to kill or something. Ding 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 ding. Basically, usually when a highwayman attacked, they would say something. Now. They didn't obviously all say this, but they would give a version of this. And it's in a song, if you if you want to do the song for me. It's a, it's a highwayman that I'm too plain to mention. I'm not very good at this. I just don't want to sing the chorus and I don't know this. It's the... not in the highway rap. <laughs> Basically, it's stand and deliver. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Yeah, so it's not like, obviously, they didn't have kind of like the thing that they all said, but the whole idea was that you would, it's like what Taylor asked earlier, is basically they'd hold up the stagecoach and they'd be like, shovel your stuff out or I'm going to kill you. Right. And then often they would just let them go on the, their yeah. way. Catherine did not. <gasps> she literally just stopped the car, shot them all and nicked all the stuff. Okay, wow. I'm slightly less empathic Wow. Yeah. to her knees. She was... <laughs> She was kind of brutal. Um, and also, aside from being um, a lady highwoman, um, there were also rumours that Lady Catherine was up to other stuff as there were a spate of crimes happening in St Albans and the surrounding area. Oh, no. What kind of things do you think she was also up to? Facing the abbey wall. <laughs> yes, yeah, spray paint, tagging everything because she was so wicked. <laughs> and she would just spray paint, wicked. Yeah, she had a tag. There was some Latin. <laughs> We've got tagging the Abbey. Any, any advance on that? Oh, stealing things and moving them around. <laughs> yeah, or or like maybe some muggings. Were there some vicious muggings with some yeah, unexplained like, deaths? I think she just did it for the thrill. So, yeah, she couldn't help herself while she was there I looking think... for Costa. She was like, oh, yeah, I steal I feel that because like I can quite compulsive side of this mm, poor she girl. feels alive mm. and in control she's when got... she's overpowering somebody yeah i just feel sorry for her she's a sociopath <laughs> yeah i'm just yeah. wondering how dark this case goes like were there assaults just like random throat, assaults with no split you know was she just mm. slitting yeah. people's throats as she walked through the sort of yeah organs? catherine the ripess <gasps> 
Yeah. Well, do you know what? It does go pretty dark. Um, I mean, it was never proved that she did this stuff, but in St. Albans, sure. houses had been set on fire with everyone inside. Oh, Cattle had been shot dead. Yeah. Wow. A policeman was shot on his own doorstep and killed. Cool. Um, oh, yikes. Oh, she's so not Yeah, she doesn't, she's not happy. No. Um, not a fan, is she? Yeah. Mm. And so, for the most part, the town put this down to like a band of outlaws. They Sorry, I'm just hearing possibly... my own little sound bite like, that would be really empowering to hold people <laughs> Which was not okay to say anyway, but now it sounds really bad. <laughs> so so I still like her so far. It's that bad. What is like, but the thing is, it is like this thing of like she's been treated so badly by everybody that should have treated her better. Yeah, that, mm. that there is a definite vengeance to mm. you know, it's just like no one's ever going to do this to me again. How do you like me now? Like, there's yeah. a definite you know vibe of that. Yeah, and also I guess if there was more. A- equality within the highwayman sort of job yeah. that yeah. i guess she i mean maybe she killed them in the sense that if anyone got free and realized it was a woman she would be in deep shit like people would be able to know a lot quicker right. maybe They'd than narrow it was in on her, her. Yeah. yeah so maybe she was like well i've got to kill them because i mean i'm not sticking up for her she's done some terrible things but but yeah i love the idea of that as a career path too like so you've taken the test paul <laughs> Either dentist or highwayman. <laughs> now, get... one of them has great benefits. I also, I love the idea that it's like, if there wasn't a glass ceiling, she wouldn't have killed anyone. So think on. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, the, that's the message, really. <laughs> they get rid of that but... glass ceiling or you're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, they, they thought it was the band of outlaws, but something happened that made them think, shit, I think this could have been Catherine Ferreira's. What was that? What happened? What made them think it might be a woman? What made them think it was specifically her? Well, is it that after she died, it all stopped? (laughs) After she died, (laughs) it all stopped? Any advance on that? Because I'm a logical girl. Is it a suggestion that they were onto her before she died? And that perhaps someone took her out? Oh, no, no, it's it's a link to her and her... It's a link to her. Mm. Did Mm. she drop a handkerchief at the scene of a crime and it's got her initials on it? Oh! Or was her hair prone to falling, and so there's just hair all over the place? Was there horses yeah. running around everywhere? Oh, the horses! Maybe a horse Run. dropped a shoe, and it had the family crest on it. Yeah, horseshoe. Oh, oh, her horses and somebody was like, "Those are posh horses." I just love yeah, the idea she that her horses some... were running free because she was yeah. dead, and not there to control them. I reckon she loved her horses the most. Yeah, but mm. well, that's just Sally talking. But <laughs> <laughs> they never let her down. <laughs> um, but actually, no, it was the most logical answer. Is oh. is correct? Um, and it all stopped when she died. When she died, oh. St Albans. You know, the, it went back to some kind of normality. Damn. Um, if we go back Dude. to her death, where she she'd shot the driver of a carriage, which is what she what she did. But there were two passengers in the back who she didn't count on being in the back, and they had a gun and they shot her. Wow! Um, and she was found the next morning. Who do you think found her? Her husband. Her husband. I'm gonna go um, with um the police. Wait, they okay, don't the have police. police. No, wait, yeah, they don't have do. police. She shot a policeman. Yeah, they left something. Uh, oh yeah, she shot a policeman. Person. Good job, Harry. It would have been. <laughs> Feels poetic for her to be her husband, or some distant relative came back. Oh, don't. That yeah, or like a soldier, maybe. 
There must have been still well, that soldiers farmer, patrolling. that sexy farmer. <gasps> the sexy Ooh, farmer criminal sexy farmer. I mean, we've decided he's sexy. We don't know. Yeah, that's the Mills and Boone jacked farmer. <laughs> oh, and he carried her. Oh. Yeah, and it was very Wuthering Heights. <laughs> and he laid her across a horse and let the horse... I mean, it's the A5, so who's going to be out first? <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah, yeah, actually, it could be just any merchant. Oh, he will be. Actually, yeah, the farmers are up first. Yeah. That's a really good point. Middle of the night. Guys, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Ah. It wasn't Sexy McFarmer. It was her servants. Ah. They were the first people to notice she was missing, I guess, rather than her husband. Yeah. Uh, So they took her body back to the house and her husband, like, he was fuming. This is, like, shame on his family. This is pretty much the worst thing your wife can do. Um, (laughs) So her burial reflected the shame. Ah. How do you think she was buried? They buried her in a specific... Oh, upside down. down or something. Yeah, face down. Okay, face down, upside down. Oh, is that a thing that they do with people that have got, like, shame? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. I'm going to say, like, you know, not in the family. I'm sure he... Oh, yeah. He had a family casket, <coughs> whatever they do, don't they? They have a yeah, she's, she's tomb. Just an unmarked grave. Yeah, she's not on hallowed ground like Ooh. him. Yes. Do you know what, Hassie, you were spot on that um, it wasn't in the family tomb it was in a church so it's in St Mary's Church in Ware I don't know where Ware is oh my Where's god where? Oh, that's do you know where, where Ware that's is that's where I'm originally from no. is it? I lived there from 0 to 16 no way and where, when I was growing up Ware had 100 pubs 6 charity shops and 1 Tesco's and then when I was 14 we got a boots um, it was really tiny boots and um, you bagged them all where okay, it was a couple of years ago but I bet we've still got the crown where had the highest amount of people watching internet porn in the UK oh god yeah that's okay. my hometown oh, how beautiful that's great and yeah. you're named that's... Catherine I've seen a connection uh oh <gasps> I'm this lady reincarnated I think this is yeah I'm seeing it oh my god think... so sassy you... Katie is wicked yes. Katie yeah. yeah see this is why I'm so repressed because the second I let loose I'm going to shoot people <laughs> <laughs> You'd, look, you'd make a sexy highway woman. You would. I was going to say, I'm seeing you in a cloak, Katie, and it's, yeah. it's, it's a good look. I'm going to get some cloaks, see how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> some people really can't pull off a cloak, but I think of all of us, it's you. I think um, it's me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, St. Mary's Church, do you know it? Yeah, there's a St. Mary's school. Um, We've all got a St. There's Mary's. There's a few schools. <laughs> We'll go on a field trip, yeah. guys. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> we should, we should go around the UK. I, I love a graveyard, weirdly. That's why I was like, the tomb. They're, they're not in the family tomb. Old <laughs> graveyards in the UK are, are one of my favourite graveyards. Things. That's so fascinating. Everyone loves Highgate. Is it a marked Is it a marked grave? Can you actually find her grave? It is a marked grave, oh. so I imagine it would still, I imagine it it would still be, be there. It might be hard to see now. Mm. We've got to find yeah, we it. Do. The other thing, yeah. by the way, t- just if you guys want to know, two other things that Ware is famous for. Uh, <laughs> the Great Bed of Ware, as mentioned in Shakespeare's tw- Twelfth Night, because Ware was a stopover on the way to London. So that's why there's so many pubs, because they were all like places that people oh. could stay in inns. And um, there's all history and beams and stuff. And this Great Bed of Ware is now in the V&A. And then the other thing that Ware is famous for is that Posh Spice's sister used to have a shop there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think I know which uh, one. And that's everything you need to know about Ware. 
Where? Right. Uh, oh god, I love it when we have like proper intel in these cases. Yeah, so this is great. That's perfect. Um, but also, so how to you spot on a sister? Yeah, and she used to have a little boutique shop in where? Wow. Well, I'll tell you what I wear. What I wear. Clapping now. I wear it, I wear it, I wear it. Come and shut me where. Which, which, sorry. Oh, Posh Spice, was it? Oh, not Baby. I've met Baby. I used to hang out with her. Yeah. Is she nice? Really? Lovely. I shared a fag with her once. Yep. Wow. You know, like a naughty little, like, oh, just a bit drunk, have a cigarette. Yeah. (laughs) This was probably about 10 years ago, and it was just a little, you know. Just a fag, not not even a naughty. Fag. I was gonna say, is that even fucking Paltrow has the occasional cigarette? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Can we keep in fucking Paltrow? Because I'm, I'm just pushing the boundaries, Amanda. You're fall. If you make if you make it better, I pushed her to have. I said, have a drag on this cigarette, baby spice. <laughs> It's really annoying because the guy I was seeing at the time, he just would go, oh, Baby Spice is going to be at this party tonight. And I was like, stop saying because I'm just going to call her Baby Spice. <laughs> I was like, I had to go like, Emma, you know, it was like that. Hello, Miss Spice. Anyway, but I haven't met Bunton. She was so lovely. Anyway, Aww. carry on. That's cool. Wow. What did I get Lots right, of revelations. Sorry, sorry. I, I, Every I you got say, right. I was like, right, and I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you got right that she wasn't buried in their family tomb. Oh, yeah. So yeah. She was, and also she was buried at night. Did I already say that? <gasps> no. No. Is that because of shame? No. Creepy, mm. though. Because of shame. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is a lot, isn't it? So, to as be we fair, off I'd this want story, to be buried at night. Like, you can't control your anger. Like, you don't know how you're looking. Yeah. Unless someone <laughs> brings a dark. ring light and puts it on Zoom, you're fine. So I feel yeah. like, don't they always do it at night? That feels like to be doing burials. Yeah, in the wintertime, it gets dark at four. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, I have <laughs> never... Has anyone ever seen anyone digging the hole and putting... I've never seen it. I've never... Yeah, but they kind of... They might dig the graves at night, which I don't think they do because that just seems really creepy. But they yeah. always, like, you know, if you're actually actually at oh, a yeah, graveyard, yeah, that... they'll, like, lower the thing yeah, in when then you'll so throw They might dig the hole earlier. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it's is just the best like the exchange thing. we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I just want uh, this little clip about, like, do they do it? Don't they always do it at night? No, daytime. Oh, daytime. God. <laughs> you ever see somebody digging? <laughs> I've had about a pint of rosé. Can I just clock <laughs> in with that for anyone who's listening? No, oh, no, it's good. It's good. It's what we're all about. <laughs> right, guys, um, before we round this off, we need to know what happened to Ralph. About a week after Catherine's death, he was caught committing a robbery on Finchley Common. So what do you think they did to people caught robbing? They did it on the spot. It was like an on-the-spot fine. What do you think happened in 1660? Ooh. Oh. Well, she got shot, so it's different to that. <laughs> but this is by actual law enforcement. I right. think. Didn't this they is like cut off. I think they did something horrible to the hand so that you'd know that they had. Oh, that they're a thief. Oh, well, yeah, there was a burning Burned? thing, wasn't there? Burned like, a f- like first offence, you got a hot poker on your hand, mm. so that anyone that caught you again knew you'd already been caught. Once. Yeah, I don't know if that counts for highway robbery, but that counted for burglary. They know that you're mm. a thief. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I like that. But Which sucks if you burn yourself in the kitchen. You're like, no, I'm just making fake <laughs> I've got the 
worse luck. I swear. <laughs> but what are they burning them with? Like, I don't oh, know. Like a, like a deliberate. We've like got to have that in post. their back pocket in case they see a robber. Like, one minute, let me That's just That's a light good it. point, actually. Yeah, yeah, that couldn't be on the spot. That's so not is on it, the spot, is it? That's no. more after a court of law. Well, then, to be fair, this is, I mean, this may not actually be the law enforcement that did it, <laughs> uh, but apparently this is what happened there and then, is they executed him, just chopped his head off <gasps> oh. rather than his arm. Oh, yeah, sorry. or his hand. We're no. going. Okay. Wow, we're going with fag burns. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about it, he probably never stole again. So it makes you it makes you wonder. <laughs> That's incredible. And they're just allowed to do that. Well, I mean, I, there was very little detail about his death. I'm but it sure was that there's he was no police that would abuse that power. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened there. So uh, today, the house, Marquis Cell, it's called, is like it's a private residence which sold for four million in 2015. It's wow. still there. Bargain. Um, and it's I looked it, I looked Bargain. it up and I looked inside and it's like it's proper like proper nice house now. It's is got it? like an island in the kitchen. Yeah, lovely. Is the priest um, still there? It's protected. It has to be. Good okay. question. It probably it probably is. Now I have um, to. That'll be grade two listed. <laughs> I love the idea that that's the playroom now or something. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's got like, like all flowers and stuff in there. Hannah, we'll have to, we'll have to share a picture of this house because I was going to share the story and I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with anything, but we were talking about St. Albans. We were walking along, we walked past the Abbey and this really kind, quirky old man just started talking to us and like giving us a tour And he just walked us through the town and he knew everything. And we walked through the park and we just kept looking at each other like, is he ever going to leave? Like, have we adopted this old man? And then suddenly (laughs) he's like, all right then. Like he was super, super posh. He's like, well, this is me. And we're like, what the fuck? It was like this huge house, this crazy, gorgeous old house. And it would be amazing. Is it a museum now or something? Or is it a residence? No, it's a private residence. I, private this residence. is the house that this guy walked into. This is going to be so great. <laughs> Could you imagine? I was thinking that story was going to go the other way and it was going to be like Hattie's mate. And then it'd be like, I think 30 quid for the tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he does not need it. I would have charged 60, but I've decided on 30 because it's just two of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, it's said that Catherine's presence is still at the house. How do you think that manifests? This is a question for Sally. Who's the, who's the, who's the psychic? Oh, psychic Sally, Sally, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it could be a number of things that she... Um, things go missing, which is an obvious one. Yeah. I'm just waiting to get some, some messages from, from beyond, so you go ahead. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Does Maybe. it make anyone who lives there very talkative? Yes. I was, was going to say the priest hole door blows open. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a fart, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the house is said to be haunted by a ghostly woman who would gallop on a black horse at night. Oh, very specific then. In the house? <laughs> in the house? Come on. I think in the grounds. Who's in the grounds. So, guys, just to round this off. Yeah, the house is said to be haunted by a ghostly woman who would gallop on a black horse at night. So, here's to Lady Catherine breaking the highwayman glass ceiling. To Lady Catherine. Drunk women solving crime. 
It was November 16, 1953. The rain was pouring down like my ex-wife's tears. I had a stack of unsolved cases in front of me bigger than my ego, but the biggest thing weighing on my mind was the Patreon shout-out. How could I keep going with a new theme every time? My brain felt muddled, and it wasn't just the bourbon or even the turpentine I was topping it up with. It was like someone had murdered my creativity. But then, a phone call. She introduced herself as Holly. Just Holly, she said. The less you know about me, the better, which is what I love to hear from a dame. Otherwise, you're just stuck listening to them. She told me she had a hot tip down at the dive bar where only lost souls dared to drink. I said I was already planning to go there after work, and she hung up. I walked into the joint the same way I always did, one foot in front of the other, or was it side by side? Little did I know that I would soon be talking to Mary Estelle and Vance Stapleton, two of the city's greatest confidence tricksters, who fooled me into thinking I was interesting to listen to. Before I knew it, I'd told them too much. They knew I was feeling low, and they told me that the one person who could help was waiting on Highway 74, which is right next to Highway 73, easily confused. I drove with the windows down, even though I was getting soaked, and soon she appeared. Nicola A. McKinney my former partner and ex-wife. She had a package for me, and before I even opened it, I knew it was my spark. She'd taken it with her, along with the dog and half the estate, the minx. I begged for it back, and she said she'd happily hand it over, if only I would apologize. I refused like the man I am, but she just laughed and threw it into oncoming traffic. And that's when I knew I was an asshole. Detective asshole. Would you like to get in on some shout-outs and other tasty benefits that come with being a patron? Well, then join us on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. We appreciate your support. Now we are moving on <laughs> to our listener crime. And this is from Iris. And Iris says, Dear Drunk Women... So I grew up in Quebec and this happened at my then stepmother's family cabin. It was on quite a big lake with a few tiny islands. In winter, the whole lake froze over uh, and you could walk around. I was around nine with a friend and we loved to just go out and get lost exploring. One day, on top of one of the tiny islands that was basically just a hill full of trees, we discovered an abandoned cabin. <gasps> oh my gosh. I mean, Iris, like... This is the start of every horror film. Yeah. I mean, it what really is. What a setting. Isn't it? What a setting. She goes on to say, we went in, obviously. <laughs> on the table uh, in the veranda, there was a cup full of something black and crumbly, a plate with a dirty knife, and a folded newspaper dated 12 years prior. Shut up. The bed was unmade and with just a sheet that was pulled down on both uh. sides, as if two people had slept <gasps> in it. It still had the creases from body shapes. A drawer in the kitchen was open, still full of cheap 70s silverware. There were plates in the sink. The shower had caved in from water damage, but everything else looked untouched, frozen in time, with knickknacks lying around. I remember a political cartoon nailed to a beam. Exploring the trees around it, we found a tiny wooden boat tied to a tree near the edge of the water. What could have happened? Fuck me! It's the Mary Who? Celeste! Yeah. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Who just leaves their cabin with breakfast on the table, dishes undone, and never goes back? How did they leave if the little boat was still there mm. and there was no pontoon? 
this wasn't a winter cabin. I never got to go back as my dad got separated soon after, but it has stuck with me. I thought you guys might be the ones to solve it. Wow, Thank that's you again. amazing. That's an amazing Iris. case. It's like, we don't know if she reported it to the authorities or, you know, anything like that. I don't think so. I don't think there's much to report, really. No. I mean, there's no bodies. Or, if she'd found no. two sort of decaying bodies, then maybe. But it's kind of just somebody who... Well, so it's 12, like, the, the clues that we have is that it was 12, so she, whenever she was there, the newspaper was from 12 years before. So it, yeah. how near the border with America is Quebec? That it's, is it's quite close. So could it be American criminals on the run over the border? Mm. And, you know, maybe that was a cabin that people would stay in on their escape, but it hasn't been used since 12 years before that lady found it and maybe some maybe they got away maybe they didn't but for whatever reason no one's used the cabin since yeah or maybe they have but they didn't touch anything but it feels like no one's used it since then it seems crazy because normally if it was places for criminals to hide people or whatever they'd you know clean it up afterward so there's no that's true no, no trace of someone being that's, there yeah get all the so unless the top off. dog has been put away or something whoever well, so that's interesting maybe this whole crime family has been killed a whole lot. and all the people that would have cleared it up have also been killed i'd love to know what the political cartoon was yes that's yeah true. she just said a political cartoon and she said it was nailed to a beam i think which yeah. feels quite sort of 70s <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not painting a picture of a romantic time away. Or just uh, yeah, right. Really, uh, not really, is it? Not like oh, let's put that political <laughs> wherever we go. <laughs> pin that up. Um, You're like, is it a Kathy cartoon? Like, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> a Kathy cartoon. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> oh, and I wonder. This is so intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You might be onto something with this border and people passing through. Yeah. Right? But then I guess if it was the summer, because this is the thing, they either got to it because the lakes have frozen over and they were able to access Ooh. it, like the girls were able to access it, mm. or they, yeah, used the boat and sailed to it because it was a little island. But then the boat was still there. Well, they could have had two boats. They could have had two boats. They could have had two boats. Yeah. Like John Prescott, two jags. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's also like if their their breakfast was disturbed, somebody was coming for them and they had to leg it. Yeah. That Mm. is what happened. Yes. That is what happened. I love people that are on the run that are like, we've got to have breakfast because <laughs> yeah, we're going to be cranky. The most important meal of the day. I read, you know that totally I read the paper. <laughs> I'll be hangry if we don't have breakfast. <laughs> so somebody political, they've got the paper, they've got the political thing up on the wall. Yeah, so, like they could be dissidents. There could be so many reasons. It could be politicians. Mm, it's quite exciting. Heathen out there for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, I love this case. Yeah. Yeah. You know, normally the ones that we talk the most about are like, who did the shit in the toilet that wouldn't flush? Oh, really? So I, love that, <laughs> I love that we're like, oh my God, like this is really serious. And we're actually like, because half the time there'll be like a listener crime and we'll be like, oh no, we've run over. We, it was this person. And now we're like, oh <laughs> my God. This is like a star of the just... film, isn't it? It's great. This is, it's like, it's such a great film. 
I also imagine there was a huge shit in the toilet just in case anyone's <laughs> into those ones because I quite like those ones. Keep keep sending them yeah. in, guys. Yeah, we want to hear about all your shits and all your abandoned cabins. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, so this is what we're saying, right? We're saying that it was a, a hideaway for, for criminals. Perhaps they had some kind of political agenda. Some form of fugitive. Yeah. Okay. And we're saying that breakfast kept them there a bit too long and they were potentially murdered. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that they were murdered, but we I can picture know. if they were on the run, but they were surprised that they somebody caught up with them so quickly and they took off they? On, their, on their boat. They just yeah. grabbed what they had and that was it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I would have done the washing up, I feel. I feel like I'd yeah. just be like, no, for the next person. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? If they were killed, would the killers have done the washing up? It feels That's like they true. got away. Mm. I don't yeah, know. I think they got yeah, away. Yeah, with the killers want to make it look like no butchers. one was there. That's, I, um... <laughs> yeah, like they never made it to the cabin. It's a clean sweep. Mm. I feel like it's, everyone well, connected to it is dead, and that's why it's not being cleaned up. Yeah. Also, it's interesting that I, I'm presuming that nobody really else has been to this little place in the sense that there's loads of kind of like she said, sort of like loads of little knickknacks and stuff mm. lying around. So it feels as though no one's it's gone not, in and sort of taken anything of value. Robbed. Right. Mm. Well, Iris, I hope that's helped. <laughs> it's, it's some kind of fugitives, Iris. I've I've solved it. We've all solved it. <laughs> so yes, thank you for writing in. And if anybody's got any more listener crimes, please shit or no shit, please let us know. <laughs> we want to know what about your logs. <laughs> Do they float or don't they? We know, so Taylor dropped the bombshell on a previous episode that if your turd floats, it's because you've got a high-fat diet. Oh. It can be from a high level of fibre, but that's not what you said. No, I know, but I, so it's not obviously good I researched you, did, this afterwards. But yes, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was mostly right, and that's all I can be. Is mostly right. <laughs> oh, that's good. But you know that saying where people say, oh, look, she acts like a shit don't stink and all that yes. sort of thing. But she's... That's what they say in way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Because if your poo smells, you're not on a good diet. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She acts like and a that's shit just, don't That's float. just science. <laughs> that's just science that I... <laughs> Got from Rosemary oh. Connolly. Oh, I just get... You can see the sort of programmes I watch, can't you? Rosemary... There. Whatever her name is. The Poo Woman. Anyway. Gillian McKeith. Gillian McKeith, not Rosemary Connolly. Who the hell's Rosemary Connolly? I'm so drunk We can now. definitely trust Gillian McKeith. Yeah. she has at least a high school education. Exactly. <laughs> She's got a white coat. Everyone listen to her. Printed off the internet. Hatties. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where can people find out more about you? What are you God up to? What can you tell please us? Please tell us. Right. Uh, I know these things work, so I know I'll try and do it quickly. I have a website, which I don't keep up to date very much, So, which is HattieAshdan.com. <laughs> so you're best following me on Instagram. That's where I mostly do stuff. But I've got my podcast, which is The Funny Mummies, which oh, yeah. we have funny mummies but we do all we have branched out uh, as you know what it's like running out of funny mummies so just women uh, <laughs> that are connected they've they've had a mum they've got a mum so that would do oh yeah um but what i'm trying to say is it's not a parenting podcast it's very much the opposite we hardly really talk about kids it's just for everyone uh, that, uh, do you know what? i've listened to loads of it and i don't have any kids and it's great it's so oh, funny and so interesting it's, it's a brilliant really fun yeah. podcast it's so good. i love it to be a lovely fan of mine 
my uh, Hattie's Run in a Bath podcast, which one day I'll maybe bring back. That was brilliant. I loved that. Oh, I loved it. I know. Yeah. I wish I hadn't finished. So good. Might bring that back. And I'm going to be doing previews for Camden <laughs> Fringe. I'm doing previews oh, cool. there, which I should know the dates off the top of my head, but it's. So, what is this a new show? So, it's a new show called. At the moment, it's called Dig Deep, unless I change it. Um, yeah, and a new hour show, which is the first time I've done one for about five Amazing. Five and years. is this what Taylor saw in Brighton? Yeah. So, oh, wow. It sounds awesome. Thank it's you. It's so good. It is the 14th of August. And okay. the 15th of August. And it's a lovely time, 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh, which nice. I lovely. did 4 o'clock in Brighton and it was, mm, it was a sweet time. Mm, it was yeah. A, I was like, it's all about... It's a great time. It's all about... It is a nice afternoon time, actually. So, That's great. Do you know what? I... L- I love an excuse to get a pint at half three. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's exciting. That's it. Perfect. Well, all that leaves to me to say is Hattie Ashdown. Thank you for being with us. Thank, thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.